sexism, racism, homophobic, transphobic, freelancers, let's talk about it. They say there's no good news. No good there's news. no good news. So whether it's racism, sexism, ageism, transphobia, or any other phobias or discrimination categories, for the sake of brevity, we're going to call all of these things the isms so that we can keep it short and sweet and so that it's clear that what I'm saying applies to all of these things. Now, let me just say two things up front. First, we're not here to debate or judge or focus on your life circumstances or your life choices with regards to you being in any of these categories, what we're here to do is talk about business. Second, let me make clear that we're also not here to address how you approach these things in your work. Meaning we're not here to talk about how you deal with the isms within any type of content you put out or with any type of presentations you make or personal statements you make, whatever. This is about how you respond to experiencing or being in an environment with the isms. So as freelancers, we are hustlers, at least we're supposed to be. And one thing you've never heard of is a weak, successful hustler. So that means that some of us, regardless of the isms, we have got to toughen up. Despite the fact that people are always trying to wave discrimination in your face, shove it down your throat, the same with the phobias, and make you believe that there are people out here that are just constantly out to ravage you with like biased, nasty ideas, we have got to toughen up. There cannot be all of this sitting down in the lotus position waiting for peace and equality and justice and all of this acting like we have some type of clipped wing syndrome. Please stop that. Folks, it has got to stop. And people have got to get to work and get things done. Facing opposition, facing discrimination, those things are not a pass for you to operate in low gear. And when people drop it into low gear and claim it's because the world has overcome or the system is holding them down, there's generally one of two reasons. One, either they profit or somehow benefit from spreading and promoting that idea, or two, it's just an excuse. When you're freelancing, one thing you need to learn to identify and address real quick is excuses especially your own. Excuses can make you lose everything and they can stop you from ever getting anything or ever getting anywhere. If you're gonna be in the business of making money independently, which is what freelancing is, you're going to have to rein in your feelings about the isms or any other obstacles. Now, if changes need to be made, by all means, do it. Do what it takes to get change if it's within your means. But that work for change, it has to be kept in proper proportion. You have to do it on the move and get back to your business. There's no stopping for the cause. 
however noble that cause seems to you, however unfair the unfairness seems to you, you have to proceed with your business. Freelancing is not like step forward, hurt your toe, and sit down till somebody calls foul. Please stop that. When you face the isms, you're either going to have to learn the rules of that system and use those rules as best you can, or you're going to have to move on to another system. The reality is, most freelancers, we need to work to survive. I don't know how long you've been doing this. Maybe you haven't started yet. But if you haven't realized, the life of a freelancer means that you produce something for money. And production is an active, ongoing process, which means you, I, we, we have to keep working. Yes, as a freelancer, a lot of us do have some passive revenue streams if we've been doing what we do for long enough. But the passive revenue is not the revenue that we live on in most cases. The term freelancing is an active word. This is not a passive income option. It's not a passive income business. When you are doing this, saving is very important in this lifestyle. And the only way you're going to be able to save and live like you are is to keep hustling. When you're freelancing, you need just as much discipline to save as you have to get up and get the work done. And that means that you have to keep hustling despite what people's attitudes are, despite what their actions are, despite what they're saying and doing. You have to keep hustling. Now, I know a lot of people have turned on the word hustling and they've turned on the concept of hustle culture. A lot of people now associate those words with some sort of toxic mentality. So the first thing I'll say about that is that I think there were a lot of people who shouldn't have been using those terms in the first place. That should have never been part of their vocabulary, much less them walking around acting like this is some type of character trait that they possess. Please stop that. Nonetheless, after that, I will say this. I call it hustling because that's how I view it. As an independent business owner, as an entrepreneur, I'm out here to get after it. That is what freelancing is about. Now, does that mean that you have to go full throttle all the time? No, it doesn't. There is time to take a break. There is time to play. And there is time to work for change. But to make it as a freelancer, you have to push forward despite what is in the way. That includes the isms. All of this sensitivity, all of this jumping on the trend of being perpetually offended and constantly triggered, it's not going to work out for you if you're trying to be a freelancer and you're trying to succeed at it. Unless you're one of those businesses, like I said earlier, that profits from promoting that type of mentality. If you are actually going to support yourself by freelancing, if you are actually going to see your business grow, you're going to have to work and hustle despite the things that come up against you. That's just the reality. So there are three ways that you can do that despite the isms when you confront homophobia, transphobia, racism, ageism, all of those things. There are three things that you can do about it. Number one, you can work around that opposition. You might face the isms, but just because that nastiness is on the boat doesn't mean you can't do what you came to do. 
There are often loopholes and countermeasures and paths around the obstacles that people set out for you. You just have to be willing to find them and maneuver and take advantage of them. But instead, it's becoming more and more popular for a lot of people to refuse to work around them. They throw their hands up, they exit left, and is into that lotus position or is rushing to grab a picket sign. That's not going to get you anywhere as an independent business owner. You got to toughen up. Like, look, you didn't want me to be here, but I've arrived and this is going to be one hell of a game. So let's go. That's the attitude you have to take. Why would any ambitious, self-motivated, goal-seeking person allow someone else to decide what they can have, how far they can go, and what they can be? Why would you allow others to decide whether you succeed or fail? Why would you give others that type of power? You don't know? I don't know either. So on to number two. The second thing you can do when you face isms within your work. If there is a system that is holding you back, learn it and then make the rules work for you as best as you can. Because here's the thing. There are a lot of systems that are designed to exclude certain people or to restrain certain groups or even certain numbers of people at a given level. When you consider those types of systems, keep in mind that even though you're in a group that can face isms and phobias, that doesn't necessarily mean that those things that you're sensitive about are the reasons for holding you back. Whether you're black or whether you're queer or whether you're 75 trying to get work in a young environment, that's not always the reason that you're being held back. One thing that I learned from living in South Africa is that people almost always turn to their sensitivities, which in that case was mostly race, when there's an issue. So they would almost always use racism as the reason they're dealing with an opposing position or an opposing attitude from someone of another race. I've literally witnessed cases where there would be, let's say, a fender bender in a parking lot. And the black person will claim, oh, this white person hit my car and it's because they're white and they feel entitled and they believe they still run this country, yada, yada, yada. In reality, let's take emotion and sensitivity out of it. Regardless of race, when people find themselves in a bad situation, like an accident, they're not gonna rush to admit guilt. In most cases, people don't jump out like, hey, please hold me financially responsible for hitting your car, or hey, please give me the ticket. That's just not how people, human nature tends to go. Human nature generally leads people to try to get the best outcome for themselves, which means that a lot of times you need to look past your sensitivity. You need to look past all of this constant being bombarded with news about this is an example of discrimination. This is this phobic and that phobic. That's not always the reason that people are holding you back in a business environment. So sometimes when you are a freelancer and you face opposition, before you instantly blame the isms, consider that whatever direction the opposition is coming from, yes, that person may have unfriendly intentions. Yes, that person may want to come out on top. But the reason could be because they're thinking about themselves. They may see risk that they could lose out on something that you're going to gain, or maybe they already have. So for example, as a freelancer, if you go in and you start working with a client 
The resistance that you get, that could be because that was somebody's overtime money that's now going into your pocket. Also, keep in mind that even when you are confronting a system where there really are isms, most systems these days, the isms are not blatantly written into the code of operation. Those systems are normally governed by a certain set of rules and procedures. And in many cases, as I said earlier, if you're willing to stick around and learn them, instead of getting triggered and throwing your hands up in defeat and talking about the system holding you down, a lot of times you can navigate that system to get the same results as the people discriminating against you. And you can do it in the same way that they did it. Think about it like this. Have you ever been into an escape room? If you have, you know the most powerful tool that people can use against you is you. Most of the fear that you experience in an escape room, it comes from your own mind. It comes from you thinking of what could be, of what could happen, and it comes from you playing through potential scenarios in your mind that come from your own library of thoughts. In the world of isms, it's often the same thing. No one even really has to discriminate and hold you down because so many people focus on what people could be doing or are likely doing that they hold themselves back. And that's what makes it all the worse. Because for real, that person who may would have discriminated if they had the chance, they don't even need to. They can control you with your own self-sabotaging thoughts. Please stop that. Meanwhile, they're off working, they're off building, they're off investing. Keep your sensitivities in check so you can operate with good sense and be strategic. The third thing you can do if you're facing isms is abandon ship and board a new one altogether whenever you can. So if you're a freelancer, you're providing services to some company, and let's say they're paying you less as a woman than they're paying the men. If that's the case and you don't see any way to overcome it, you certainly don't accept it, but you don't let it defeat you either. For a minute, you may have to stay on that ship for daily bread. And if so, so be it. But you start looking around for other options real fast. And when you find them, you give those people the finger and you move on as quickly as you can. That's the beauty of freelancing. There's no such thing as one shot. There's no single golden opportunity. You know that saying, one monkey don't stop the show, two monkeys don't make it go? Yeah. If you have the mind of a hustler, which regardless of what anyone says will benefit you as a freelancer, when you look out at the world, you see it as full of opportunity. It is ingrained in your mind that there is always another opportunity, another source of income that is ingrained in you. So there is nothing that anchors you long-term to any client, any situation, any working environment that you do not choose to be in. So just to run through that again on the brief, the three things you can do when you're facing opposition. One, you can work around the foolishness. Two, you can learn the system and take advantage of it. Or three, you can move on to something else because that is what freelancers are about. And here's one last thing I want you to think about before I let you go. I want you to think about 
When you think about being held down and opposition and discrimination and all of this stuff that surrounds the isms, ask yourself, when else would you have wanted to be you? When else in history would you have wanted to be LGBTQ? When else in history would you have wanted to be a woman trying to build a six or seven figure income? When in the past do you think you would have been better off as a black person? Right now, we have so many tools, advantages, opportunities, especially with the internet, that we can avoid people's isms and phobias and just overall bad character. We have so many tools as freelancers that if you're allowing the isms to hinder you for any extended period of time, your focus probably should not be outward. It should be inward. Because in general, there is no other time when people who face isms had more opportunity to move forward, move up, and build the bank than they have right now. My mother walked to a segregated school. My father, who is a truck driver, he's told me stories about being on the road and going to truck stops where he had to order his food from a window at the back of the building. He couldn't go inside, couldn't use the restroom. He couldn't even eat in the truck, sitting in the parking lot. He had to take his sandwich, drive down the road and find a spot to pull off and eat. That's how close we are to times when the world was a whole lot harder and a whole lot nastier for anyone who could possibly face isms. Yet, we are so far from that that we can hop online, build a business in our bedroom, and have a successful one at that without ever dealing with anything even remotely close to what those past generations went through. And for us, people who live in a society where you can select your gender or not even have one, and to actually have support for that from the bottom all the way up the ranks, for that freedom to just be you, for us to dare have the audacity to give in to isms, the phobias, and to act like the system is just this almighty beast that we cannot overcome, that's offensive to the people of the past. Like seriously. Please stop that. Now I'm not denying discriminations exist, but I'm also not accepting that in today's environment, that they're insurmountable or that they're even half as effective as they used to be. Anybody can put obstacles in their own way, big ones. Nobody wants to be that person that's arguing against your claims of facing ageism or racism or homophobia. So it's easy for you to put ageism or racism or homophobia or any of those things in between you and getting the job done. And you'll find support for it because no one wants to be arguing otherwise. People will be, mm, yeah, girl, mm-hmm. They'll be right along with you while you're accomplishing nothing at all. But if you allow any of those isms to be the reason that your freelance venture isn't getting anywhere, that it isn't growing, or that you aren't getting work done, it's not the discrimination. It's procrastination. It's you finding the biggest and best excuse to put in your own way so that you don't have to do the hard work that needs to be done to build a business and keep it going. So, as I said, where you can help bring change, do so, but no stopping, no low gear. Get to the work that pays you and spend most of your time on it. 
So there you have it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe wherever you clicked into this podcast. And if you would like to show some love and support for content like this, you will find the PayPal and Cash App details wherever you clicked into this podcast. As always, any and everything is appreciated. Until next time, peace.